The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here's the news. Metro services in Shanghai have launched a pilot project to transport express parcels during off-peak hours to reduce road congestion and carbon emissions of the courier sector. According to the subway operator Shanghai Metro, the three-month trial run involves certain sections of Line 1 and Line 2. Each train running on the two routes has designated some parts of its rear carriage to carry parcels in certain afternoon periods. The items to be delivered include newspapers, magazines, and intra-city packages which will go through strict security checks. The service was launched by the Shanghai Metro together with SF Express and China Post, two leading courier service providers in China. Xu Chen, an operations director of SF Express, said that express delivery by subway would raise their efficiency by more than 20% compared with road transport. Chinese cities, including Beijing, Wuxi, and Shenzhen, had previously piloted the subway parcel delivery service. He Yingzi, director of the Division of Market Supervision and Inspection of the Shanghai Municipal Postal Administration, expected more subway lines and courier enterprises to participate in the project in the future. He said that the new delivery service can help to ease urban traffic jams, lower carbon emissions, and help companies reduce costs, citing the service as a win-win situation for all. This is Special English. The Ningbo Zhoushan port in East China's Zhejiang province has reported a record container throughput in 2023 amid economic recovery. According to the port operator, the transportation hub handled 35 0.05 million standard containers in 2023, witnessing a year-on-year -year growth of 
percent. It has become the third port in the world after the ports of Shanghai and Singapore to achieve an annual container throughput above 35 million standard containers. Ningbo Joshan Port serves more than 300 container routes, 250 of which are international routes, connecting more than 600 ports across 200 countries and regions. The port also offers sea rail intermodal transportation business connecting 65 prefecture-level cities nationwide and having handled 1.6 million standard containers via the sea rail intermodal transportation in 2023. You're listening to Special English. A new segment of the Beijing Xiong'an Expressway has opened to traffic, marking the completion of the entire expressway. That is according to the Ministry of Transport. The direct expressway between Beijing and Xiong'an New Area in North China's Hebei province will reduce the driving time between Beijing's southwestern Fifth Ring Road to Xiong'an New Area to an hour. Stretching approximately 97 kilometers long, the expressway comprises the 70-kilometer Hebei segment and the 27-kilometer Beijing section. In April 2017, China announced a plan to establish the Xiong'an New Area, which spans the Rongcheng Anxin and Xiongxian counties and some adjacent areas. The area aims to relieve Beijing of non-essential functions related to its status as the nation's capital while also advancing the coordinated development of the Beijing-Tianjin-Hebei region. You're listening to Special English. Driven predominantly by a surge in visitors from China's warmer southern regions, the northeastern city Harbin has drawn an estimated 3 million tourists during the New Year holiday, marking a significant increase from previous years. Data from the online homestay booking platform Tujia shows 
a 27-fold increase in reservations for Harbin compared to the previous year. The influx made it the most sought-after destination during the three-day holiday, outshining traditional favorites like Chengdu and Chongqing in southwestern China. According to Trip.com, a majority of the tourists came from southern cities like Shanghai and Shenzhen, contributing to the 158% year-on-year increase in travel bookings during the New Year holiday. This trend is expected to continue through the upcoming school winter vacation and the spring festival. 28-year-old Wu Ya comes from the southern city of Guangzhou, who initially doubted her chances of visiting Harbin this season amid the rush. But by joining a local group tour, Wu managed to enjoy a range of experiences from savoring local barbecue to trying out skiing. The trend was also amplified on social media, where influencers highlighted the influx of Southerners to Harbin's ski resorts and bathhouses, referring to them as little potatoes from the south. The well-meaning phrase is associated with the distinctive light-colored down jackets and beanies that tourists from southern China typically wear when traveling to the north. Liu Simin, a tourism expert at the Chinese Society for Future Studies, emphasized the pivotal role of viral memes and slang in boosting Harbin's popularity, adding the massive attention to the city online had ignited local tourism. Capitalizing on its online popularity, the northeastern city also hopes to emulate the success of Zibo, an industrial town in the eastern Shandong province that became a hugely popular barbecue destination following a viral social media campaign in 2023. Apart from the iconic Harbin Ice and Snow Festival, featuring nearly a thousand ice and snow sculptures and installations, tourist spots and business vendors across the city introduced a variety of new attractions, including hot balloon rides 
and bonfire parties. Following the travel boom, provincial tourism authorities issued a statement thanking visitors and encouraging them to explore other cities beyond just Harbin. Local resident Yang Qian said that these days he felt like he had become a tourist too, referring to the many street vendors now offering a variety of snacks never seen before in his hometown. According to Yang, Harbin's success extends beyond its online popularity, mentioning how the city's established travel resources, unique urban landscapes, and natural scenery make it stand out. This is Special English. You've been listening to programs from CGTN Radio. CGTN Radio. We invite you to visit us online for more audio, pictures, and in-depth reports. At radio.cgtn.com, you can access a wide range of programs and find your favorite news, talk, features, entertainment shows, and podcasts. Hear the difference with CGTN Radio. This is Special English. China's official train ticket booking platform has introduced two new functions ahead of the upcoming Spring Festival Travel Rush, aiming to optimize the ticket booking service for passengers. One feature allows passengers to fill the necessary information including their identities and preferences on train numbers and seats before the ticket booking opens. As soon as tickets are open for purchase, passengers can submit the already filled form and make the payment sooner. Currently, Train tickets can be booked up to 15 days in advance. Another new function serves as a ticket sale reminder. Passengers can set multiple reminders through the system when tickets go on sale reducing the risk of missing the booking window and disrupting travel plans. These two new features went online on January 3rd. You're listening to Special English. China will continue to work on accepting foreign bank cards, mobile payments, cash use, and account services to create a more convenient payment environment for foreign visitors. That is according 
to Zhang Qingsong, Deputy Governor of the People's Bank of China. Many foreign visitors use bank cards and cash when making payments in China, but mobile payment is more the norm in the country, making it inconvenient for foreigners when they make payments. Zhang said that efforts will be made to make foreign bank cards more widely accepted by businesses in major business districts, airports, and train stations. The central bank has also guided Alipay, TenPay, China Union Pay, and other institutions to enrich the supply of mobile payment products and has been developing digital yuan solutions to meet the mobile payment needs of foreigners. Zhang added that ATMs will be upgraded to accept foreign cards for cash withdrawal and commercial banks will optimize account opening processes to make it easier for foreigners to open a bank account in China. This is Special English. Chinese scientists have developed a proton exchange membrane fuel cell with ultra-high volumetric power density, about 80% higher than the performance of mainstream counterparts. Jiao Kui, a professor at Tianjin University's School of Mechanical Engineering, and his team have redesigned the architecture of the fuel cell based on proton exchange membranes by incorporating new components and optimizing the gas-water-electric-heat transfer routes. The team created an ultra-thin fuel cell with ultra-high power density. They replaced traditional gas diffusion layers and flow channels with ultra-thin carbon nanofiber film and metal foam. This progress has contributed to a 90% reduction in the thickness of the membrane electrode assembly and a 80% reduction in mass transfer losses caused by reactant diffusion, nearly doubling the volumetric power density of the fuel cell. The research team estimates that the peak volumetric power density of the fuel cell stack using the new structure 
will reach 9.8 kilowatts per liter. Hydrogen fuel cells are regarded as one of the most promising technologies in the application of hydrogen energy. However, increasing their volumetric power density remains a significant technical challenge. This breakthrough not only provides pivotal guidance for advancing the technology of proton exchange membrane fuel cells, but it also indicates a promising leap forward in the field of clean energy. The findings have been published in the International Authoritative Energy Research Journal, JUUL. You're listening to Special English. That's the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. Driven predominantly by a surge in visitors from China's warmer southern regions, the northeastern city Harbin has drawn an estimated 3 million tourists during the New Year holiday, marking a significant increase from previous years. Data from the online homestay booking platform Tujia shows a 27-fold increase in reservations for Harbin compared to the previous year. The influx made it the most sought-after destination during the three-day holiday, outshining traditional favorites like Chengdu and Chongqing in southwestern China. According to Trip.com, a majority of the tourists came from southern cities like Shanghai and Shenzhen, contributing to the 158% year-on-year increase in travel bookings during the New Year holiday. This trend is expected to continue through the upcoming school winter vacation and the spring festival. 28-year-old Wu Ya comes from the southern city of Guangzhou, who initially doubted her chances of visiting Harbin this season amid the rush. But by joining a local group tour, Wu managed to enjoy a range of experiences from savoring local barbecue to trying out skiing. The trend was also amplified on social media, where influencers highlighted the influx of southerners to Harbin ski resorts and bathhouses, referring to them as, quote, little potatoes from the south. The well-meaning phrase is associated with the distinctive light-colored down jackets and beanies that tourists from southern China typically wear when traveling to the north. Liu Simin, a tourism expert at the Chinese Society for Future Studies, emphasized the pivotal role of viral memes and slang in boosting Harbin's popularity, adding the massive attention to the city online had ignited local tourism. Capitalizing on its online popularity, the northeastern city also hopes to emulate the success of Zubo, an industrial town in the eastern Shandong province that became a hugely popular barbecue destination following a viral social media campaign in 2023. Apart from the iconic Harbin Ice and Snow Festival, featuring nearly a thousand ice and snow sculptures and installations, Tourist spots and business vendors across the city introduced a variety of new attractions, including hot balloon rides and bonfire parties. Following the travel boom, provincial tourism authorities issued a statement thanking visitors and encouraging them to explore other cities beyond just Harbin. 
Local resident Yang Qian said that these days, he felt like he had become a tourist too, referring to the many street vendors now offering a variety of snacks never seen before in his hometown. According to Yang, Harbin's success extends beyond its online popularity, mentioning how the city's established travel resources, unique urban landscapes, and natural scenery make it stand out. This is the end of today's program. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.